Welcome to Encounter Grace, where we come face to face with God's work in the world for our good. Join host Jason McKnight as we explore practical issues of community, theology, and leadership in everyday life. Hey, welcome to Encounter Grace. We're glad you've joined us today. And whether you're a longtime listener or maybe you're just jumping into this election special series that we're doing, my name is Jason McKnight, and I'm so glad that you're with us. And here in Kinston, we are having uh, a mayoral race, a mayoral vote. Uh, in a few weeks, we're all going to vote for mayor. And so we reached out to each candidate to invite them to be part of a conversation. And today, I'm so excited to welcome Mayor Don Hardy. Mayor, thank you for being here. Thank you much, uh, Pastor McKnight. It's indeed an honor and a privilege, uh, pleasure to be here today. We talked last on the Daily Grace a year ago or more, actually. It was in the spring, I think, of 2020 when COVID had us all living at home. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we had a great stage and uh, yep. we had a good time. Well, it's good to be here. So <laughs> what we're doing today for everyone and also for, uh, for Mr. Mayor, we are going to ask the same questions of each candidate. And the idea is to help the candidate get their message out to the broader public and to help us as voters and citizens get to know each candidate. So that's what we're going to do today. Um, we're going to do some softball and personal questions, and then we're going to get into a couple of issues that we want to know, I want to know anyway, okay. uh, to help us grasp where you stand. So first question, why do you want to be reelected? Right. So to continue uh, what I'm doing thus far since 2017 is to push our city in the forward direction as we start to advocate for the things that we need most in our communities, uh, such as uh, right now, of course, navigating through the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, vaccinations, testing, you know, uh, food, uh, being able to collaborate with many uh, other agencies to provide those resources for our community to tap, especially in the areas of our most distressed census tract areas, you know, that folks uh, underserve uh, and that have insecurities of food, that type of thing. Mm. Um, so yeah. we want to continue to do that immediate uh, type response and also focus on broadband infrastructure, those needs, Wi-Fi, you know, for our students uh, in the schools, um, safe spaces for our kids to go and our parks and recreation facilities. As I'm currently doing now, uh, we're trying to finish those jobs up uh, where we can have, you can go to our parks and rec to be able to tap the Wi-Fi, um, go to our, uh, like Pearson Park and be able to sit down at, at a, maybe a solar panel charging station and, and tap into the, the, you know, the charging mm -hmm. panel and get the Wi-Fi, that type of thing. But so moving forward, I want to be able to provide the resources, uh, advocate for our city, uh, I, as I'm currently doing at the local, state, and the national level, uh, being able to bring in those resources like ARP, advocating for the American Rescue Plan thus far, and also this big infrastructure deal that we have coming up that I've been on videos and trying to advocate for our city. As you know it, we need roads uh, that need to be resurfaced. It's nice to see Queen Street get resurfaced. <laughs> right. Okay, let me ask you this. What's the best thing about living in Kinston? The best thing is being around folks that you can actually uh, put your hands on and you can, you can talk to and going door to door and, and, and being able to feel what's going on in the city, you know, being able to understand and listen to those folks in our community. Mm, that's great. Where did you grow up and how long have you lived in Kinston? I've been here forever. <laughs> so I was born and raised here in Kinston and uh, I look forward to, you know, doing all I can while I'm here. You know, of course, Love I it. left, you know, went to the Navy and things of that nature. But that's I've true. You live here. How long were you in the Navy? 
Four years. Four years. But aside from that, basically, you've been you've been part of this community forever. So good. So good. Born in the hospital here as well. You were born in this hospital. I was. Oh, that's great. (laughs) That is so great. Well, let me get you to wave a magic wand. Like, think about a magic wand. If you could solve one problem in Kinston right now, if you could wipe it clean, what's the one thing you would do? Poverty. Poverty. And uh, I think that uh, Magic Wine is on back order. I've been requesting it ever since 2017, but they're backed up. Those wines. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Those Magic Wands, yeah. yeah. But, but you, you know, so poverty, uh, you know, in our community. Mm, that's good. Yeah, so I wish we all can prosper, prosperity. Yeah. Um, what are the three biggest things that the mayor needs to focus on next? Mm-hmm. So right now, um, you, you got infrastructure needs. Mm-hmm. Uh, water sewer infrastructure needs. You have uh, Wi-Fi, accessible Wi-Fi, affordable. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you have really and truly, um, you, you have housing um, issues. Uh, when you start talking about affordable housing, we need more housing in our community to be able to have the folks that come live and work and eat <laughs> in our community. Mm-hmm. So we have the jobs, and we are working very, very hard uh, to, to pull those industries here, uh, economic development and Carolina Global Transport, so once we, you know, get those jobs open and, and ready to hire, we got to have folks to be able to live here, have a place to stay as well. Mm-hmm. So affordable housing um, is, is a big deal. Great. Um, let's back off of politics for just a minute. Yes, sir. Let's, uh, which we'll get back to it, and, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm putting you there. But, you know, one of the things that, uh, that we say is that everyone sees the world through their own glasses, through their own lenses. Right. And, and some people call that a worldview. Right. <laughs> I'm going to ask you something a little tough. Okay. Can you define for us your worldview, <laughs> how you see the world? Well, I see the world as a place uh, of, of opportunities to be able to help someone else always because this is the reason why we were put on this earth in the beginning with we're put here on this earth for a purpose, on purpose, and it's to help others others to achieve their goals because we are going to need some help along mm-hmm. the way. So I just think that this is a land of opportunities and a way to, to help others to get to what they need while helping yourself. That's good. That's good. Um, Kinston is part of Lenore County. Right. Uh, and you've been you've – been part of leading the, uh, the, the government of Kinston as the mayor county seat. Uh, for the, for the f- four years. Yeah. And, and it's the county seat of <laughs> Lenore County. Um, how, how do the city government and the county government need to work together? It needs to be a hand in hand approach. Uh, you need to be able to count on each other. I would like to call them like a big brother, uh, so to speak, uh, because we all have to work to good together mm-hmm. for the betterment of our, our, our city, town, or, uh, Kenson period. Yep. yep. <laughs> you know, so there's definitely have to be some some working together. And uh, I think we've uh, we're doing that and I would just like to do more. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um I'd like to do more. Um I, I work with uh, our state and our national folks as well. Um but I would love to do more with uh, Lenore County. Uh, and sure. and what's something that you'd love to see get done with Lenore County, like the two governments? Right. So being able to work together to to put things in place to apply funding like a like a transportation piece where we could actually do a 24-7 or 12-hour type of uh, route throughout our city where people that, that need transit, uh, you know, are able to tap that resource mm-hmm. and we're able to provide some type of uh, transportation for our community. 
because there is a, definitely a need for that. Um, so hopefully in the in the future, near future, we're able to collaborate on how to put that in place, how, who can do this or who can do what, you know, but it has to be a collaborative effort in order to get it out. And it costs money. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. It costs money, but I think we can apply for grant funding and be able to get it done together. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things that I, I foresee us doing. That's good. <laughs> um, thinking of the two governments and working together locally, let's take a step broader, not national, but philosophical. What is the role of government in society? The role of government is there to assist and or aid those in our community uh, to be able to put use of our money, our funding, uh, to use it in the best way possible to help as many people as we can, mm. uh, be able to draw folks to our community, uh, to be able to have a bolstering uh, small business uh, community. You know, we start talking about retail, economic development. You know, we're supposed to be that driving force to help bring things here for our community to be able to enjoy, um, and also uh, provide a safe space, a safe place for those to work and live here. Our law enforcement agency, our police department. Well, police department, the sheriff's office, and, you know, emergency services, you know, being able to provide those type of resources to our community so that they can have a better life uh, moving forward. That's good. Um, what part? What party are you affiliated with? I'm a registered uh, Democrat. You're a registered Democrat. So let me ask you this question. Right. Two sides. Okay. If I'm liberal or if I'm conservative, okay. why should I vote for you? Like, well, a- answer for each of them. Okay, so... The thing is, is, and this is the thing I hate about, you know, politics, period, <laughs> is <laughs> you always should choose uh, or, or look at a candidate for what they are. Not, you know, a, a whatever party they're a part of, mm-hmm. affiliated with, you know. I'm not a, a, what you would call a party-driven person. I'm a people-driven. You should be people-driven and based, mm-hmm. up, based upon what you like to see done and how this person could actually do something to help you and your family or our community as a whole, um, you know, being uh, a conservative, I understand those views. Uh, you know, be, being, uh, you know, liberal, I understand those as well. I think that we must come to the middle <laughs> and always make the best decision possible. You, you recognize the views of, of a conservative. I recognize the views of a, you know, a, a person that's liberal. So, uh, and you just take it and say, okay, what can we do best? Mm. What what is the best thing to do? You know, can we? You know, we got to give and take. Yeah. You know, whatever the case may be. You know, it, you're not gonna. Let me say this: you're not gonna uh, impress everybody or, or or you know make everybody happy. So you just got to do what's going to benefit or affect the most people. Yeah, that's true. I heard Ben. <laughs> I heard Ben Carson. You know, the great neurosurgeon, and then he became the secretary of housing. Right under. Um, under the last administration. And I heard him once say when he was speaking at the prayer breakfast in Washington, do you remember this? Do you, uh-huh. uh, President Obama was in office and he was there and, <laughs> and he said, Mr. President, in order for the eagle to fly, you need the left wing and the right, right wing. wing. And I'm like, that's great. Absolutely. You know, like, probably everybody knows that. And I just heard it that day. But <laughs> That's uh, a really, really that, good way to put it. You know, you got you to gotta sort of Come figure again. all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, Here's a statement that we've heard a lot in the last several years. Okay. And I'm going to ask you to help me understand what's true about it and then to help me understand what's disingenuous or what's over the top about it. Okay. And here's the statement. Okay. The system is racist. 
what's true about that? And then what's, what's disingenuous about saying that? When you say the system is racist, and I'm, I'm, I'm we, we live in a racist system. All right. Okay. So there, there's some people that have the view that you know they see everything that's racist. They they compare it black and white. Uh, they think that okay, just because I'm black or just because I'm white, I have uh, you know the opportunity to succeed better, or just because I'm white, you know, I got white privilege, or whatever the case may be. Um, I think that. Uh, when somebody make that statement, it's, it's just, it, it's about their view. It's the way that they view it. You know, I never make the statement, you know, now there are some racist individuals, right? And there are some racist folk in our community. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, when, you, when you start to talk about the system, it's all about how you view things or mm-hmm. how you grew up or, or what you've seen or been through. This is why you make the determination as the system is racist, you know. You have your own opinion about that. Now, me, myself, is, you know, when you say the system is racist, I got to I gotta get an understanding of what, what you mean when you say that. You understand right. that? So I think that there are some things, uh, there's some racist individuals or racist folk, and some people go over the top, you know, and always think it's about black and white. Uh, this person did this because of that. Or whatever the case may be, um, I'm all, I've always been that person to say, okay, um, we got to give folks the benefit of the doubt here, mm. and, and we got to be able to believe, you know, in each other, matter no matter if you're black or white, mm. <laughs> yep. brown or black, yep. 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 you know, whatever the case may be. But um, that that's what it, it means to me for the most part. That's good. I, I appreciate you sharing that, and I appreciate you letting me put <laughs> you on the on the hot seat like that. Yes, sir. Um, the uh, for three years, for four years now, I've seen everywhere help wanted signs. <laughs> help wanted signs. I've lived here 18 years, uh-huh. never seen help wanted signs until the last three, three and a half, four years. And now they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'm on Facebook the other day and I see Sanderson Farms. If mm-hmm. I did the math right, they're going to pay you $37,000 a year with no education and no. Uh, experience plus benefits mm-hmm. to work in their factory. Mm-hmm. So this economy is trying to grow, and that's a great thing. That's on the one hand. Right. On the other hand, uh-huh. we have many folks in our community who are struggling chronically on social assistance. Mm-hmm. And social assistance is a really good help in a crisis, right. but for long-term human flourishing, it's not that helpful. So here's the question. That's the story. Mm-hmm. Here's the question. Okay. How would you and your government help folks transition from social assistance to the joy of supporting themselves so if you look at if you look back and, and i'm gonna just say post uh covid19 take a look at you know the position that folks were in right um people were struggling then before covid19 <clears throat> and understanding that there are now even more jobs available so and social assistance is necessary in a crisis what you need to know is that or, or what i would do uh, like right now in this particular moment because we are need, in need of folks to work. If you're getting social assistance, you should tie in another piece where, okay, if you are, are getting social assistance, you need to be able to provide this. You need to be going uh, to get an education piece, a trade. Uh, you need to be able to show that you are actively uh, looking for work. Um, you need to be able to show that you, you are trying to do something to put yourself in a position. Otherwise, by this time period here, if not, we're going to stop or reduce, we're going to reduce 
get to below what you would be getting paid on a normal job mm. and then, you know, help push you into the work field. You know, that's that's the way that I feel that you should yeah. do. Yeah. Um, and, and, and even more so now. And I foresee that, uh, you know, those benefits will probably be, be cut off at some point um, so that we can help push folks into the work field. But I just believe that if our Congress, our folks would tie in that piece mm. or even our state, um, that, okay, you have to be doing something while getting these funds. Yeah. You know. Did um, you ever think you'd agree with Newt Gingrich? <laughs> that's what he said in 94 when they passed, you know, Clinton and him, and they all passed that back in 94. Yeah. That's great, though. I mean, yes, it sir. makes sense to me. Right. And and I guess that's a hard thing is maybe you get to people get to Washington and sense doesn't always stick around. That's right. But that just makes good sense. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You need a crisis, but there's got to be an end date. It does. It and, does. And I like <laughs> even your idea of diminishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, diminishing um, checks, or I mean, I forget the better word, but just in, in terms of, you know, mm-hmm. after X number of weeks, mm-hmm. your checks diminish, um, especially, I mean, that week should be really small in, a, in an economy where there's probably 500 jobs open in this county. Right. And there's a lot of them. I can assure you that. Mm-hmm. And uh, anybody wanting a job, I can definitely uh, sure yeah. can get you one. Yep, that's right. Well, let's let's get that. Maybe you should put put that on your bumper sticker. <laughs> right. You need a job. I get you a job. Because I think that's where flourishing comes from. Right. But anyway, you're you're not interviewing me. I'm interviewing you. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, economic development inside the city versus, you know, most of these jobs that are coming here, mm-hmm. they're planting in the county. Anything happening in the city to expand the economic footprint inside the city? So, yes, sir. When you start to talk about these, uh, well, you got the North Carolina Global Trans Park here. You oh, know. is that inside the city? Yes, sir. I did not uh, realize it's that. It's considered to be uh, a, a part of the city, um, so to speak. Uh, has, it benefits the city. Um, of course, we supply light. Well, that's light, right. But uh, Electricity, water, mm-hmm. sewer, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, when you start to talk about Crown and... Uh, Sanders Farms, a second plan, and, you know, uh, Jetstream out there, uh, FRC, FRC East, it's you know, dropping, uh, you know, all of that, you know, is, is a big deal because you're collaborating with, you know, Community College, mm-hmm. City of Kinston, little county government, you know, saying yeah. you're creating jobs, economic development, you know, as I sit on that board of directors as well for the GTP. So I'm that yes vote to be able to help uh, yeah. draw folks to our community. So that's a big deal uh, for us. And um, I foresee, like, Sanderson Farm is building. Uh, they have a new mill, if I'm not mistaken, or, or creating more jobs. Yeah, it's just we're in a good season. We, we are creating jobs. Nobody can say that, that we're not growing economically. Mm-hmm. We just have to get people back to work. Mm-hmm. Or wanting to apply uh, for those jobs and, and, and get those benefits. I think you need to call social assistants say, let's let's turn the spigot off. <laughs> right. That's right. me. I'm not running right. for that. <laughs> right. All right. Another question. Different different topic. Okay. Um, tell us what you're doing or what we need to do about the floods that keep hitting Kinston. Right. So I've had many conversations with uh, all of our elected officials that represent us on the state and the federal level. <laughs> I can assure you that. Uh, I've been to uh, the General Assembly, and I've been on Capitol Hill every year since I've been elected. And uh, now I think it's uh, House Bill 500, if I can remember, House Bill 500, where they allocated the most money uh, they have ever done in history 
for flooding, uh, you know, and being able to put models in place to reduce flooding mitigation mm-hmm. uh, options. Hopefully here soon in, in Kinston, we'll get something back from the engineers as to how we could actually reduce or slow uh, flooding in our communities. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're just waiting to see what that snapshot looked like and to see what we can implement and put in place to help uh, in our city. I can show you um, Eastern Carolina Alliance. Uh, I'm a part of that as well. We're just start talking about disasters um, on mm-hmm. the coast. Yeah, uh, moving uh, from the east, from the west to the east. So you're talking about from here to like Wilmington, you know, at the coast, and all those folks that get hit very, very hard with flooding. So our focus uh, has to be on putting something in place to protect our infrastructure and the infrastructure that we're trying to build. So we must build flood mitigation measures into our infrastructure moving forward, um, just like our our water sewer is crumbling. Uh, crumbling infrastructure, I can assure you that our fund was depleted from Hurricane Matthew, Florence, Michael, mm-hmm. Dorian, Isaias, all of those, uh, you know, destroyed, you know, our infrastructure. We're, we're doing good, but right now I can tell you this, uh, we, it's been a hard, it's been a hard row, yeah. uh, you know, a uh, hard boat to row, what you mm-hmm. would call it, uh, from, from 17 to now. And, and we're just receiving some of our funding from 16 from Matthew, mm-hmm. back from the federal government, so uh, from FEMA so to speak. So it's definitely something that we must f- continue to put our finger on the pulse. And that's what I've been doing. That's the reason I ran in to begin with, mm. is to focus on flooding. Uh, and for 2016, when Matthew hit, you know, that that was that pushed me over the top two run because I thought that we could do something better uh, to provide a, a service better for our community, uh, to be able to, to do something to help us, uh, our response, uh, response time and, and mm. you know, working together and being proactive versus reactive, that type of thing. So, and we've done that. Yeah, uh, we've done that, and uh, I'm, I'm proud to say that our, our folks here in Illinois County and, and the city of Kenton has done a great job. Um, you know, the uh, our city, what you would call uh, emergency manager, is is what you would call the fire chief, who works directly with Illinois County Emergency Services um, as the you know the point of contact. So we work great together. I, I foresee uh, it, it it going good in the future. I just want to continue the, the relationship uh, moving forward and to be able to keep our city from, from going underwater <laughs> uh, in the future. So um, it's going to take a little bit of time like it has, but I can tell you we've made some progress as, as, to, as to trying to put things in place and, and how can we do it. Uh, my thing is this, uh, I won't stop advocating. If I do my part, I want everybody else to do theirs. Yeah. That's good. Thank you. Yeah. And keep advocating. <laughs> yes, sir. You know, it's, it's tough. And how about that with Matthew when the, the way the storm came in and then the Noose River starts flowing upstream? Right. I mean, that's crazy. A little, little farther down from us, but that's, I mean, that's cataclysmic. That is crazy. It is. It is. Um, I don't know if you know this or not, and you might, uh, but every Monday morning, about 125 people in Lenore County receive an email with a few prayer requests, and it's called the Lenore County Prayer Works. And okay. it's just a time where uh, about 125 people in this county pray specifically for this county. Okay. What would you ask for prayer for? Wisdom. Hmm. Uh, wisdom is the principal thing. And all I get, and we must get an understanding. So hmm. I ask that all 125 <laughs> folks that are praying yeah. is to pray uh, for an abundance of wisdom for me to be able to see and understand and, and be able to uh, have uh, what you call some insight into into what people um, are doing or thinking 
uh, I guess you would call that. There's a there's a term for that, um, and I can't get the word at the very moment. But uh, discernment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so uh, I definitely need that to to focus and know who is around me and yeah. um, and who I can trust. Mm-hmm. That's good. Thank you. And uh, yes, the prayer for wisdom and prayer for discernment, I will mm-hmm. definitely uh, pass that along. Yes, sir. Um, all right. So last question. Yeah. You, win, you win the election. You go back into City Hall. First day of the new term. Everybody's congratulating you. Yeah. You get down to business. I actually have never been in the mayor's office. I don't know. <laughs> if, you know. But let's say you're in the mayor's office again. You close the door. It's the beginning of your second term. Who's the first person you call on the phone? Well... Jesus is going to be the first person I talk to, <laughs> but, but, uh, <laughs> you know, the first person I'll probably call in that particular moment as I'm at work is probably, uh, getting folks on the line to see where we are, uh, as far as resources. Um, and that will be in December. So, so now I'm starting to look at, okay, where are we? What where, where vaccinations? Where are we with, uh, you know, testing? Where are we with food? Uh, moving forward, this is December, so now we got to figure out how can we help some folks, uh, you know, with turkeys and or hams or whatever the case may be, uh, to help them start off their their, their Christmas or their family's Christmas uh, the right way. Um, so I just believe that you know that's a that's a valuable thing uh, at, in this present time uh, to be able to show you know show love to the community, thank those that have um, supported myself um, and. Um, hopefully the council <laughs> and, and, you know, just trying to figure out, you know, what I can do to, to help them and, and, and the resources that we do have and the resources that I foresee coming, how do we put those to work the best way that we can? Well, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Mayor, for joining us today. I know you're busy. Uh, we really appreciate getting the chance to hear a little bit from you. Absolutely. And it's a pleasure to be here and I, I greatly appreciate you uh, reaching out to me and, and asking that I, you know, yeah. come. So. Well, we're, we're glad you could make it. Glad it worked with your schedule. And everybody, thank you for listening and being a part of this. As I said, we're excited to have all four candidates hope, uh, coming to sit with us. They've all said yes. If we can work it out, we're trying to. Um, so check out all the episodes because the same questions basically to everybody. And share this with your family and friends because people need to hear what um, what our candidates are saying, and and uh, we want to be a public that is informed and thoughtful wisdom. Like yes. you said, we Absolutely. want wisdom. <laughs> uh, you can check out all the other episodes of Encounter Grace and find uh, real help. We, we really try to help folks see God's work in the world for our good. That's why we call it Encounter Grace. And so thank you for joining us again, Mr. Mayor. Thank you for being here. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Great. And we'll see you all next time. This is a ministry of Grace Fellowship Church in Kinston, North Carolina. Visit Grace Kinston.